0: This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. (laughs) There are so many things that we just have in our mind, and we assume that they're correct because we've heard them 100,000 times. we got to get rid of all those myths. If you've done a great job saving, you'd be surprised what you can accomplish when you use the right strategies. Most people just aren't aware of them. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. The so people that have sacrificed opportunities to spend money, they sacrificed by putting the money in that 401k. They've sacrificed by putting that money in a 529 college plan for their grandkids. Those types of sacrifices should go rewarded in the long run. John is here to help you find solutions for your retirement. John, my
1: friend, how are you today?
0: I'm doing well today. How about you? I'm I feel, doing great. I feel rested It's good. And the kids are about to go back to school.
1: Okay, so a couple of things. One, Uh yes, the kids are about to go back to school, so there's a commercial that comes on this time of year on TV with the, ba- I think it's a Walmart back to school ad uh-huh. where they play the, it's the most wonderful time of the year song. And the parents <laughs> skipping through the aisles, like dropping all uh-huh. the school supplies in the wagon. And the uh-huh. kids are all like, not okay. Oh yes. <laughs> the parents are skipping along. But then too, we were talking off the air. You were giving me tips on oh, yes. the healthy eatings and the getting yeah. ourselves together. Cause we were both complaining. We both come off summer vacations where we went yeah. in on the libations.
0: Oh, uh, Absolutely. You know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, why would I want to be in this tropical paradise? Yeah. And not drink something fruity. Delicious. And eat some delicious fried food. Yes. Or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And it was like, there was a part of, or I guess it was about three or four weeks ago, uh-huh. and I came back from one trip, I think it was coming back from California, and I told you, I'm like, I feel terrible, <laughs> I need to do something about this.
1: I told you about when I how I got back from a trip to Jamaica also uh-huh. a couple weeks ago. I took a look at myself in the mirror. I look like a Macy's Day float. I'm not okay. <laughs> I need to deflate. It was, like it's, somebody stick a needle in me.
0: It's amazing, and it, it's interesting because it does kind of play into the idea of you know putting ourselves in the right position to retire, feel good, yeah. to, to enjoy all that life left. Yeah. But you know, inflammation is one of those things that over time that causes all the problems. It causes heart issues. It causes you know uh, cancers. It causes you know not being able to sleep. It causes all these issues. Inflammation. So when we have those aches and pains in our joints, and we have that bloated feeling. That's often inflammation. So I've been, over the last two weeks, I've been going through this process, basically experimentally, figuring out how can I reduce inflammation, get better night sleep, feel better, and I realized, you know, it's not easy it's not easy to Whoa, do. Of course but, it's but, 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 yeah. it was starting with, okay, what do I need to know first? Yep. And how can I go on this journey? Cause if I'm going to tackle this mountain in a few months.
1: That's right. The I, mountain yes, climb's coming I, up too. I got to
0: start feeling better yeah. so that I can start doing better. Uh-huh. So it's, it's kind of one of those things. So, but I'll tell you one thing right now, guys, is that you, you'll probably hear me talk a lot more about this over the next several weeks, but you know, inflammation is one of those things that we can all potentially learn a little bit about uh-huh. and we can start attacking those problems, you know, so that we feel better, we look better, we act better. And it's absolutely the exact same when it comes to our finances. We can do a little research, we can do find out where we're starting. And can we do a few things to make us not only feel more confident in our ability to retire, but maybe get rid of that dead money? in our portfolio or eliminate some of those tax bills that otherwise we'd have. And frankly, maybe retire a little earlier or have a little bit more money than we thought we'd have, or even better, have a more consistent income so that whenever we do decide to hang it up or maybe we're already already retired, Mm -hmm. we can just be confident that, hey, no matter what this recession is going to do to us, we're going to be okay. Yeah.
1: Having those three items you just listed off, those boxes checked, obviously is ideal for all of us thinking about our retirement years and having that confidence that we want to have going into those retirement years. However, the economic climate that we're currently facing is one that I would say I mean, all of us are completely unfamiliar with because not only are we coming off one of the best market runs that we've seen in history over the last decade, but there are people that are well into their working years, into their 40s that have never seen inflation rates this high because the last time they were this high, they weren't even alive yet. Absolutely. And so now here we are. And so I really think about those folks that are, you know, 59 and older that are right about to retire in the middle of all this. And they have Mm -hmm. got to be, I mean, nervous to say the very least. So let's talk about that inflation rate John because Yeah, it's, it's
0: still crazy. It's
1: well- <laughs> Just, I mean, I mean, it's, it's just,
0: it's terrible. Where are we, 9.1? We, well, 9.1%. Yeah. And, and, you know, we obviously know that they've been raising interest rates to try to combat this thing. Right. It, it hasn't changed things yet. Now, there's a few things that we're starting to see turn a little bit. That doesn't mean inflation's over. Yeah. It just means that used car prices are starting to normalize a little bit. Yeah. You know, we're, we may not have to pay as much for a three-year-old car as a new one, mm-hmm. which is a good point. And we're starting to see the housing market cool off pretty tremendously, as a matter of fact when you look at refinances quarter over quarter refinances are down 73% obviously uh-huh. because of those higher interest That's rates right. yeah. but new home sales have started to decrease a little bit in uh, in valuation so yeah. those are two big ticket items that we're not always you know on the hook for we're not always doing that in our retirement years uh, so the, our inflation may not change a lot, but guys, it's, it's still pretty hot. I still know that if you go to the grocery, we're still paying pretty ridiculous prices. Yeah, the- um, And that's not including all the transportation extra costs and the gasoline extra costs and things like that. So I, I don't know if they're going to be able to get this baked in too much more quickly, to be honest with you.
1: Well, thinking about how the interest rates, they did go up another three quarters of a point about 10 days ago they announced that. Yeah. And the Fed, they're saying they are not afraid to make larger moves in the months to come to try to get this inflation under control. So Jim Caron of Morgan Stanley, he was telling CNBC that there are clear risk signs ahead. Here's what he said
0: the Fed have to be tough on inflation. The problem is, is that they're fighting a lagging indicator inflation with a policy tool raising interest rates that works with a lag. So it's very, very difficult for them to actually time this and get this right. The risk is a recession. The risk is a hard landing. They are willing to go into that territory in order to stop inflation. That was Ooh. interesting
1: the way he was talking about that lag, because that's exactly yeah. what you were just saying, that it's time, true. that time frame if it's all skewed.
0: Yeah. So if you look at things right now, you know, talking about a risk of recession, guys, if you look at the technicalities of We've already finished the second quarter we're in a recession. So the the current administration has not wanted to admit that. So I guess most leading publications have not suggested that. But we have had two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth, which means that our economy is contracting a little bit. Now, hey, that doesn't mean it's the end of the world, not at all. But we are in a recession. Now, having said that, why is that a big deal? Well, because the Fed is not like to get their job cut out for them. We're already there. Like the bad stuff might already be baked into the issue. So I don't think they're going to be able to temper too much. Now, what does this mean? Well, let's just look back in history. When we have higher Inflation and we have a recession, let's just use a period of time that many of us might remember, especially if we're thinking about retirement, 1969. So if we retired in 1969, right before the Carter administration, right before all of the wild stagflation and things like that, right before a major recession, if you were 65 years old and that's the year you wanted to hang it up in 1969, believe it or not, Heather, you would not have had enough money to last through retirement. As a matter of fact, you would have potentially run out of money in your 80s even though the economy wasn't bad for that entire period of time. It was starting off in a high inflation period with a recession at the forefront. Now, what happens if you had retired in 1979, just 10 years later? If you wanted to retire in 1979, 65 years of age, not only... Did you have enough money to pull out for your entire retirement? By the time you passed away at age 94 in this example, you would have almost a million dollars left over in the exact same example. So what a difference a decade makes. So Heather, the big thing to take from this, you know, about if we're going to go into recession or not, is where are we on that retirement journey? Are we about to go into it or did we just retire? Or do we have a while to go? Because when you study history, Heather, one of the things that makes me uncomfortable is, this is what involves what we call sequence of return risk. Okay. Are we retiring at a pretty good time when the market goes up and we can easily take money out? and There's no problems. Yeah. Or are we retiring at kind of not a good time? Maybe like now where the market could go down for a couple years in the very beginning of our retirement and we can never really make back what we lost because we got to pull money to live off okay, of. Okay, got it. So you can easily see this. If a, someone retired in 1969, there's a good chance they ran out of money because those first couple years, we would have been in a recession. We would have also had really high inflationary rates.
1: Like we have now. Like
0: exactly okay. like we're looking at. This is a possibility that that's going to happen right now, and it could happen for a few years. Okay. And people have asked me, well, John, what do you think that? Well, let's just be straight up. The current administration has got a couple years left. And it, at this point, I don't see anything they're doing to help combat these inflationary issues and the economic issues. So hopefully they turn it around. Right, guys, right, because right. If, if the administration fails, we all end up failing. We all end up going into the muck. So hopefully they don't. But that's the way it looks. Now, take that in stark contrast to if you'd retired in 1979. If you'd retired at age 65 in 1979, just 10 years later, we were out of the recession, and inflation had started coming down, and on top of that, interest rates fell a ton. People would have not only done perfectly fine in the retirement, they would have had a ton of money to transfer to the next generation.
1: They would have had leftover. It's they would just in 10 years kinds. difference. A person could have run out of money with Absolutely. the exact same situation 10 years later. They would have had a surplus.
0: They would have had all kinds of money to pass on to the next generation so, it, with the exact same type of investments, the exact same type of withdrawal rates. And the one thing about this is we can't control those sequence of returns. Right. Now, there is a couple things we can control. We can control which assets we're pulling... Our our money from and at what points in time mm-hmm. and we can control how much taxes we're paying on that money that we're pulling out the craziest thing is when you actually even go to that really bad time period when people would have run out of money but you appropriately pull out money from the right places and you're tax efficient doing it mm-hmm. heather there's a really good chance you would have still made through that time period even with a horrible economy at your forefront so the main thing to understand here is We can't control what's going to happen, how long the recession is going to last, what interest rates are going to do, what the administration is going to do, what happens in a midterm election. We can't control none of that. But if we understand the things we can control, we have a really good chance of getting through this period of time, even if it stinks. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagan Capital by visiting RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS.
1: Jay Hagan Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Jay Hagan Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. Capital Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims payability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.